0: It's M Grads in the building.
1: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, M Grads, in the building. We got a special guest with me today, Mr. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford is joining us. Um, via uh parking lot with his and uh we will probably be joined by his son a little bit later so um this conversation is very good so Jamal what's going on what's man, going on remote
0: man schooling, remote schooling working out you know the usual how you getting through this covid stuff brother how you how you getting through well now honestly it's like um we kind of, my wife and everything, we got to dial it in. You know what I mean? Before it was something like the adjustments and just going, but now I got it. So so we got the schedule the routine and everything. It's just blocking times and and, and figuring out. We got a, a younger one who's not in school right now. She's four. So she's a handful. You know what I mean? So we got to keep her occupied while the kids, the older, two older ones are in school.
1: That's crazy. How is it? How, how is, um? I don't want to say because we know that's an insult.
0: Um, what, what were you going to say? What would you say?
1: Exactly. How was uh, <laughs> exactly how was uh, how was the waiting game? I should say, like, what? Are we, why are we doing this again?
0: Too like, I, yeah, talk to me. To be honest, I don't think there's enough uh, value for vets, Ooh. and I think that's what any field. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you were an, an actor, right, and and you know you're getting to the to the the business for the first time, you want to be around other Actors or accomplished actors people who are gonna help your journey and help your foundation for what you're doing And that's in any field if you're at Microsoft you want to learn from people that's there You're not just gonna walk in there and think you know it all and they don't want to you know what I mean, so I think the value of vets is underrated and if you look at all the vets that are out the league right now It's, it's, it's alarming to be honest with you. It's alarming. It's deeper than what's going on. It's like it's alarming that like, why they're not more vets in the league Now, why is it you think that's happening? um well, Why first off, I'm not, I'm said. not sure that, I'm not sure there's a lot of like, we need more basketball people in basketball. I mean, mm-hmm. you say it all the time. That's just the truth. We need more basketball people in basketball. That's just the truth. They don't know what it's like to be in a locker room. They don't know what it's like to have guys like Udonis Haslam who may not play a second, but his, his value is, is in measure. We can't even measure everything he's bringing off the court. Me, personally, I didn't learn to be a pro until I got Kendall Gill and Charles Oakley and Rick Brunson and Scottie Pippen, like, all these pros to learn how to dress, how being on time is being there two hours before practice starts. You know what I mean? Like, all those little things that go into being a pro, and, and that's when I learned. Greg Anthony, those guys showed me the ropes. That's when I learned I feel like I grew up to be a professional. Man, those are names. Those are names,
1: like, that I that people are going to be like, hey, a lot of people well not really but those are names i ain't heard in a long time and say but those you names, know what
0: Basket, basketball people won't be shocked you know what i yeah. mean
1: there you go that's what i like to hear that's i like to hear but that's very true the people who know the game know those names and know 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 what it meant see jamal the funny thing is, is that it's not the funny thing but i like to have people on my show who had different journeys right because everybody knows the superstar journey you know you're the number one player you know, like not everybody, but like it's a vast yeah, majority that like most of the top five, ten guys like usually, usually, yeah. usually just have to, yeah. you know it's all set out for them. You know, talk. you we went to Michigan because I remember you you started rocking with me on Twitter when I when I when I gave out your story. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and it was just like, yo, Jamal played twenty games at Michigan was the number eight pick. Okay. And the legend just grows from there. It's just like I remember watching you at Michigan in the short time the work that you did. I was just like, now tell me, tell me, tell me your journey because people don't know how how long you've been putting in work because you're like the ageless wonder. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like, you look you look it like, like Ras really cool. for real. It goes back to like so I was born in Seattle, right? But I moved to L.A. because my my mom and dad were never together; they were always separated. So my dad was in L.A. and my grandmother, and my mom was in Seattle. My my sisters. So I was I was born in Seattle. I went to live in L.A. fourth and fifth grade. I came back to Seattle till eighth grade. I came back to L.A. from eighth to tenth grade, right? And so I was back and forth the whole time. And it was never really stable. I just lived in two different places. You know what I mean? So I had friends, two different places. I had two different cultures, two different ways of growing up. But the one thing that was constant was basketball. So no matter what, I was always in the backyard working on my game. I was always in the rain in Seattle working on my game. I was always everywhere just working on my game. Right. So for me, it made me get even closer to basketball because when you're back and forth, it's like, you can't, you know. You may have this friend, but you still gotta meet new friends again. But the basketballs, I could do it by myself. I could, you know, meet new friends. or it? So that was my journey. Then when I came back to Seattle, I kind of blew up. You know what I mean? Like I really started like pros. Start taking notice. Gary Payton, Doug Christie, Sean Kemp. They start coming to my high school games, right? And so this before social media. So this is like, it's like no, um, no, nah, nah, not like that. <laughs> it's it's like. West Coast. I mean, in the basketball world, we didn't have it like yeah, a- yeah. I was. I, I started taking it, the stories. Kind of became legendary. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like for real. So it wasn't like social media. So to if you heard about somebody enough, you had to actually go see them at that time. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, like to this day, I think we own the state record for for people in the tournament, which is almost sixty thousand. So like the legend grew crazy, and and like. Not to brag, but I was probably top five most popular basketball players in the city with the Sonics and college. Like, I was just talked about. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. So you and had
1: thousand so, people at your high
0: school game? Yeah, for the tournament, for the state tournament. I'll, I'll, send, you, I'll send you the pictures so you can see the record, and oh, it oh, still stands to this day. Right so, um, You know about that. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so from there, I always wanted to go to Michigan. You know what I mean? And I went to Michigan. I, I actually went when Tom Brady was there. I don't know if you know that. But um, Charles Woodson had just left, but Tom Brady was there. And basketball and football had training table, which is basically dinner together every single day. And so. Um, Jamal, wait, 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 wait i have be forgetting, bro, because I'm telling you,
1: bro. Like, i have be forgetting how. Wow, you went to school. You was at. See, that's another Ageless Wonder
0: type stuff. Like, you. <laughs> he's an Ageless Wonder. The age, I am telling you, went to school with Tom Brady. That's crazy. With Tom Brady, bro. And so, and so from there, like, I just. I always wanted to go to Michigan. That was a lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, got trapped Fab, tra-
1: five. Fab five, bro. Like, people don't understand, like, what the Fab oh. five was to our
0: generation. Like, they were bro. like... I mean, it was like... They were everything. everything. And so when they told me I could have Jalen Rose's locker, I was like, oh, I'm committing now. Like, I committed right after that. I was, it was over with. The Fab five is why I went all the way across country to go to school. See, that's what people don't understand, man. Like... Yeah.
1: like the thing is, is, like, they don't understand the moment, the experience yeah. of Five. Like, people read about it. That's why YouTube and stuff, it doesn't do justice, you know? That's why, like, I be telling my homies, I'm like, yo, I can't wait for your kids to tell you that Drake is black. Nobody listens to Drake, Dad.
0: Bro, bro, bro listen, Fab Five changed college basketball. Thank you You've seen five true freshmen go from high school to the national championship. With swagger, baggy shorts, bald heads, black socks, black Barclays—like we ain't never seen nothing like this, bro. Nothing. Then did it again as a sophomores. Thank I you. was like, I, like the book, the Fat Five written I read by it. Mitch Albom. I, I read it one day. I read it one day. Fam, fam, fam. I the
1: started the book again. in one day. Fam, I started it. We were going. To, I remember. I'll never forget. We were in an AAU tournament, bro. We were in an AAU tournament. Okay, and that's one of the very few books I've ever like. Like that, I just sat down. Okay. Mitch, oh, that's crazy. You say that, that I still have that. Yeah. So I bought that book, right? I was reading some of it somewhere, and I was like, "Yo, this book is amazing!" And I had to get. I, I, I had to. I so. I went to the bookstore and I bought that book. And we had an AAU tournament in Vegas, and everybody knows from LA, you know what I'm talking about—the AAU tournaments, the Vegas tournament, right? So we went. We were driving, bro. I read a hundred and something pages in the four-hour drive, and yeah. then we went <laughs> to the hotel. I went to the hotel and finished that book, bro. That book was so amazing bro just the story oh, hey, I, so, I was crazy. so
0: intrigued crazy, and trenching that book i couldn't set it down so i read it in one day the fab five, true story
1: i'm telling you bro like i could
0: say hey i'm um, yes i thought i was the only
1: one bro that no 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 so that's why i went there i went to michigan because of the Fab yeah, five yeah I, I was never but that's crazy so were you a prop
0: 48 or something no 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 i was good i was able to play right away but you just played 20 games and you were just like... No. So what happened was I put my name in the draft in high school, right? And because remember, I'm telling you all these pros come to my games. They're like, man, you can make it. They didn't say put my name in, but I want to test it out. But I pulled it out. I pulled it out before you actually had to turn it in. And they tried to, like, penalize me for that. Uh-oh. And then they said I was getting improper benefits in high school. So they messed with me. So only, I only played 17 games, bro. 17. And I played 17 games, and I was the highest pick to ever be drafted that high and play a few amount of games before Kyrie did it. Because Kyrie played less than I did, and I think he was number one you know, or two. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. And then the
1: next year, not I mean, not his his story is completely different. But you only played one year, right? Yeah, I only played a half, yeah. half a year. White chocolate was there. Kobe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they told him, you got you to you go. go. Yeah, I made mean, it right out that's completely different but yeah so and then bro you how are you got the league 20. yep
0: yep 1920 20, yep. i wasn't legal yet bro i was 19 or 20. i was one of those that was nineteen ninety 19. no i came in 2000. 2000 yeah i was in 2000 draft <sighs> so all the stuff that you've done because it's
1: funny because like i remember you who are you talking to you said that you're like yeah i don't i don't play Never worked out like <laughs> like that, and people were like Jamal Carford. Never, so, so what? So, what did you just sit at home? And it's just like, no, fam. I played pickup for hours, every single day, every and single day of my life. Track. I didn't have a train, okay. And then when I he said, when I got one, it was like, you're like, I get it, but like, I'd rather play,
0: yeah. yeah. So, and my thing was, my whole thought process on that, to be honest with you, bro, was. Because back then, like, coming up, we didn't have trainers at, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, whatever, right? Our trainers were the guy, the old dudes we were playing on the park. And it was like, no, you can't just get the ball. You got to cut. You can't just get the ball. Go rebound it. You got to – you know what I mean? Like, that's how you learn how to play. Yes. That's how we learn. So, for me, I played at the park. I played everywhere. And the way I saw it was, okay, if I do a move on this chair, right? Yeah, the chair is going to stay there and I'm going to do the move. But that chair is not six five, six six, athletic and can move. So it's not really realistic to me. So I'm going to do what I'm thinking of and trying to work on against live action pros. So for me, I'll see what works and what doesn't. And then I'll, I'll I'll, like make my game that that's the foundation from there. Like, OK, I can't do that move right there. Oh, on this side of the court, I can do this. Oh, this, you know what I mean? So that's when I start breaking the game down in a different way. That's all it was. I was still working. Obviously, I'm a gym rat, but I was doing it in a different form. Exactly. exactly. So, like, some of the moves you do, it's like yeah, you know, I,
1: I see the same scenario happened in pickup, and I'm just like, same thing. You know, like, hey, I wasn't thinking about it, and it's the same way I played. But, yeah. like, that's crazy because you've been a
0: walking bucket since you got to the league, since you got <laughs> to the league, you know? Bro, go ahead. It's crazy because I came in as a point guard, but when I first came in, it was like positions. It wasn't like now, right? So you either play point, you play shooting guard, whatever your position was, that's what you did. And you stayed in that box. So once I started scoring a bunch of points, it was like, oh, no, he's a two guard. So then I became a two guard, and I just started focusing on scoring. That was my job. Now it's like a whole different – you can, it's, it's blurred lines. Ain't no positions. You know what I mean? It's just dudes that can make plays now. So it's a whole different game now. Well, the whole changing of the game, what do you tell me what you think about this, because –
1: I think the changing of the game happened it was that big dudes, like six, 10, 11. Because I remember when I was in high school, there was this dude, rest in peace, uh, Ronnie Griffin, six nine. Okay, shot the three, wanted to be a point guard, would have had crazy handles. Okay, like crazy handles, but everybody and was a, he was he literally made himself a point guard, six nine. Okay. Yeah. Right. Whoa. He was right, he ahead of his time. Cold, that's what I'm saying ahead of his time and everybody was like "Hey, can get, get to the block get to the block stop trying to dribble you and then they weren't looking at what this man was doing right he was amazing but right. at that time it's like so I think that big man would we have to go to the block right because I was I was a center. whatever <laughs> we have to go to the block right moving in the ball because guards would be out there dribbling and stuff like that so and they'd only pass to the, to the guard so Big dudes are like, yo, yeah, well, the only way I'm gonna get the ball is if I hone my skills, right? That's how I look at it. So it's like, we, I got to be a guard because guards don't pass the big man, which right. makes you think that a big man makes the guards' life so much easier. But a lot of for sure, a lot of a lot of guards don't understand that they don't think that it's like. But um, with the changing of the game and the positions, like, what do you think that's done for? Is that a, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? or
0: does it even matter, or is it about time? See, I think I like some of the changes and some of the changes I don't, right? So I like the changes that now you encourage bigs to be able to bring more to the table than just be on the block. They can come down, they can shoot threes, they can, you know, whatever, they can show their skill set. So they're working on different things because they know if they work on it, they'll get a chance to do it, right? But I don't like how everybody's searching three-pointers. The three-pointer's not for everybody. Thank you, you know what i mean like i i don't like how we don't value the the in-between game the pull-up jumper as much Thank i don't like that part of it so um I don't like how possessions don't matter as much because to me that kind of takes away the competitiveness of the game if you know like oh I can miss five threes in a row I'm gonna get five more it's like nah you gotta make this three right here because you're not gonna get to shoot another three like you know what I mean like so I don't like that part of it but the game is self-evolving. People love it. Obviously, it's bringing a lot of money, a lot of revenue. And, you know, guys are, are loving playing. If I'm a guard in this era, I love it because there's no rhyme or reason. There's Remember how Iverson and Stefan Marbury were getting criticized for being point guards because they were scoring so much? Man, I was I, I was going to bring you know what, what I'm saying? Ahead. Yeah. So it's if I'm a guard, I love this era. Even a big because you get to do more. So for them, I guess, you know, they're having fun with it. I mean, speaking of AI, because you're talking about you came in as a point guard. Move the two guard. Yeah. And
1: then that's like, okay, Alan Iverson, his famous quote Hey, AI, they've been talking. Larry Brown said he's probably going to put you at the two guard next season because you <laughs> score a lot of points at the one. Alan Iverson said, if You put me at the two
0: guard, I'm going to lead the league. It's going. And that's what he did. That's what season. he did. Seasons. <laughs> 10 seasons. Right. And, and changed. he changed how, like, think about it. Because at the time, when he came in, too, it was a big man's game. You look at Duncan. You look at Shaq. Look where the championships were going, right? And so when you get a guy like AI and he didn't want a championship, but even taking a team like that as the leading scorer that small to the finals, that was like winning. You know what I mean? And, and don't forget, he lost to a dynasty. Kobe and, and Shaq. Like, come and on. the only team to win a game. In that whole playoff, bro. I know. The Lakers. That was my rookie year. I know. <laughs> like,
1: I know. <laughs> Right. That That's person. why
0: he stepped over Tyron Lou. Because it's like yeah. I beat y'all. This is my well, game, game one. Bro, I had I this is no lie. my mom was on here, she'd tell you. I had 35 pictures on my wall at Alan Iverson. Just cut out some magazines, all on my wall in high school. He's had he's had more influence on my game than I would say any player ever. Just the way he played. Crossovers the pull ups, crossovers to the, the ball handling. Like he's had more influence on my game than anybody else. Bro, AOC, and that it, He's another culture hero, icon yes, to, for to sure. our
1: generation. Like the stuff that he went through to get where he was. And then he goes to Georgetown. Yeah. And they couldn't give him, they couldn't give him player of the year or anything.
0: So they gave him defensive player of the year twice. I'm going to tell you something I ain't told nobody. So we were, when I was playing for Phoenix, he walks in the locker room. Literally, AI walks in the locker room. And coach is speaking like we just lost. He's talking. AI walks in the locker room, bro. Gives me a kiss on the cheek. Tells me he loves me in front of all my teammates everything. Then says something. It's like, oh, my bad. My bad. Like, but he said it, bro. And I'm like, dog, this is Allen Iverson. Only if he knew. And I've told him before. Like, he's one of my heroes. Like, yeah. if you told the 17-year-old me, man, Allen is going to know your name, he's going to, like, show you love. And Come on, dog. Like, I wouldn't have believed you. You know what I'm saying? So moments like that, I don't take for granted ever.
1: That's that's, that's that's AI can do whatever he wants, man. That's that's on, that's amazing. No, I know, and it's just like, and then and then seeing him cross over Jordan, yeah. Like you're just like because Jordan's your Jordan. You love AI and you
0: love Jordan. You no, know? yeah. See, see, see. So from Jordan, AI became so Jordan is my favorite all time. Everybody knows that, right? Same here, but. I mean, AI became my favorite after Jordan left. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, man, like he got him. But, you know, Mike's Mike. But, yeah, I was like, he got him. Yeah, see, my favorite, when Jordan left, I, I became a Shaq and an AI guy, right?
1: And my thing yeah. is that the rule changes in the NBA were for those two guys. They Shaq were. And, AI. and people don't, people don't, they don't, they can understand Shaq more than they can understand Allen Iverson. Yeah. But like the defense, the crossovers,
0: putting zones in the zone, that, that was all for Shaq and AI. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, I'm not sure we'll see anything for a while culturally like AI. Oh, no. no, no like, no. he had little, he had like everybody, white, black, everybody with corner rolls, tats. That's and funny. oh, he's the reason I started getting tatted like that. Like, he culturally, I'm not sure we'll see anything like him. He literally brought the streets, of quote
1: unquote, hip hop. Period. To the NBA, he brought it to your front door. Period.
0: And he was pretty much saying, "This is what, this is what, society. This is what I am. This is what." This I am. Am. Love yeah. it, love me or not, love me or hate me, you're gonna, you're gonna, accept me, one or the other. And he's just, and it's like he's a,
1: he's the definition of a little guy. You know, like they oh, try to yeah. I love I love Steph. People think I don't like Steph. Okay, I love I think he's one of the I I just be talking to Twitter, okay? It's just funny, like He's <laughs> I respect, love Steph, like don't don't get it twisted. Okay, but he would make Allen Iverson look really, really small.
0: Yes, now Steph is Steph's a little guy from the standpoint of position, but Steph's six three, you know what okay. I mean? AI is five eleven, like okay. You know what I mean? So, it's a, it's a difference. Like, Steph still got size, even though he's a point guard. He's, still, he's, he's a taller point guard. He's 6'3".
1: Thank you. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's just funny because,
0: like, Allen Iverson was really a little guy. Like, a little guy. Nah, he's like 5'11", for real. Getting 50 a night. And little. Bro, I'm thin. I bumped him one time, and he, like, kind of really, like, moved. I'm like, man, he's light. I was shocked how light he was. I'm like, dang, he's only, like, 165. Bro. And we going
1: to the cup every night against the t- fearless. T- four times the size, you know what I'm saying? Fearless, grass, like, fearless, fearless. And every night, no fear. I love man. I miss a. I met. I remember one. I met him on my birthday in New York. He was outside the club. I'm not gonna say what happened. He was outside the club, and I was like, yo. And I was with Shabazz, and I was like, yo. And I was. Like, I tap one of his boys, and I'm like yo, let tell. And then uh, he walked over. He's like, yo, you the rookie. It's possible. Like, yeah, and I was just like, I was like, "Yo, man, go get a picture, bro. <laughs> You're Allen Iverson, fam. I'm sorry, can I get a picture with you?" Iverson, bro. Like that was like, I was so on ten after that, like, and I don't ever get starstruck. Like, probably the only person I ever get starstruck. I haven't met even Shaq because
0: like Shaq is the Shaq is Shaq, dog. He don't and, get talked about enough with like top and, top players ever.
1: We, see, I had this discussion with KD. I discussed with KD. KD said it. He was like, "Dude, Shaq is
0: the number one overall pick ever." If Dog, you Shaq. Start, if you had to start. Shaq, the hey, that year they we talking about that they went to the finals. Shaq will come out last, bro, and it, he would walk so slow. It was like the Undertaker. Like Kobe was the guy, but he wasn't the guy in two thousand. That was Shaq, bro. We was like, "There's nothing." I had never seen a human that big, bro. It was nothing like him. Bro. Nothing, nothing. When you got geniuses like Larry Brown,
1: okay, saying, I've drawn up, I know basketball better than anybody in this room asking me questions. Yeah. Okay, I've drawn yeah. up every single defense you could
0: possibly imagine, okay, and it just doesn't even work. So no. he's like, I and I, and I, I played did. for LB. I played for LB. He's the greatest teacher I ever played for, like just teaching the game. So he knows the game inside and out. But yeah, Shaq, there's no answer for him. See, you from the team, that's right. The generation. How long yeah. you, I mean,
1: 20 years, twenty years, 20, years. Like the, the the you've seen it evolve because like when you got it that's when MJ came back the second time. And I don't know, you're like, I mean the first yeah, time, yeah, so. only time he came back, you're like, oh my god, I'm playing this go. As a matter of fact, have you told that MJ story to people? Which how one? You, the, which one? The one when you played him and how and and how you were getting uh how, was, was, you told me he used to send you stuff, or, or, or when you, he knew who you
0: were. Is
1: that what you? Is that what
0: happened? So what happened was my dad. When I was going through the draft process, my dad was like, "Man, Michael Jordan likes your game." This is before social media, right? So I'm like, "Dad, please, like you don't know Michael. J- How do you know this, right?" Fast forward, I get drafted by the Bulls. Tim Grover, who I know, is like, "Hey, MJ said you could meet him." He texts me like six something in the morning, so I'm like, "Oh, I shoot down. There. I get down there by seven it's just myself tim grover and michael jordan in the gym and it, mj had been there since six and i'll never forget i walked in and he was doing these defensive slide drills on the way in like this little weight room thing and we're talking he's like yeah this is in the season we played that day as a matter of fact we had shoot around like 10. so he was like yeah in the summer you know I, I want you to work out with me work out and you know i'm like what I'm like, all right, cool. You know, so we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying not to over talk at the at the moment because we're in a weight room, he's working out, right? Yeah. So it's just us three. Right. And so as soon as I leave, I call everybody back in Seattle. But you remember I leave there probably like eight o'clock. It's only six o'clock in Seattle, so everybody sleep. Oh, yeah, I get yeah. to practice, tell AJ guy, I'm like, man, I just met MJ. <laughs> you know, tell a couple people I was cool with. Fast forward to that summer, we start playing together on teams, like us two we play against Antoine Walker or Mike Finley or Tim Hardaway or Ray Allen or whoever was there we never lost for two straight summers we never lost so he kind of took a liking to me I started going to his house he picked me to be in the Gatorade commercial when he's playing against his younger self like so you know he just took a liking to me and so um but rewind now I I know how my dad knew that because my dad went to University of Oregon with Amara Shad. Amara Shad's. One of MJ's best friends, but my dad never told me it was a mod. He just told me he like he was sure that Jordan liked my game, and that's how it all came full circle. Right.
1: Yeah. That's 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 crazy, dude. That's that's really crazy. Um, yeah. Like, sorry. Hold on. Now you good, bro? Can you still hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um,
2: Mikey, my mic is off.
1: Oh no no no! It's not my bad. I'm tripping. Not me, bro. Okay, my bad. Sorry about that, people. Um, so last year there was a Twitter campaign for Jamal Crawford, which should have <laughs> never, happened. yeah. Okay, should have never happened. Okay, <laughs> um, tell me. I know we, we t- touched on it earlier, but like, besides, we need more basketball people in basketball, like. You're saying
2: like
1: the analytic game is like it, it. I don't want to attack analytics on here, but like you saying that it, it it might have played a
0: little part of what of what happened, or I, I think so. I think I think it was two reasons to be honest with you. I think it was I don't really fit into the analytic machine. Number one, and number two, I think age. I think you know that's just what it is. You know and but, the age thing, I really can't fight because I can't change that, right? Well, so mean, I, it really comes down to you trusting your eyes. It, That's I mean, what it comes down to. Everybody's like, well, he doesn't go play, play, play defense. It's like nobody plays defense. Nah, the Nah, the thing about that whole defensive thing is in the NBA now, right? When I first came in, you could be a lot more physical. Very few, there's probably less than five people in the whole league who can – stop somebody else. And even then, they're not stopping them. They're just playing good defense on them. But with the rules, if you can shoot and you can handle the ball, you can't be guarded because you can't touch anymore. But that's what they want to promote. So now a good defense is going to be a team defense, stopping any one player. There's not one player stopping one player. Good offense is going to be good defense every time. Period. And so that's what it comes down to. So they can they can throw out the, the defense and the age. Okay, if that's what I mean, I'm not going to fight it, but that's what that's but, what it came down to for me, I think. That's the easiest narrative that things people can can't argue. Like, oh, he's old. It's like Ooh. Well, I can't change my age, but if you saw me play, you'd be like, oh no, there's no it's way he's like, that. And and my thing is like, I mean, I don't know. I don't hey, want to say anything. 51 off the bench, play. bro. <laughs> What'd you say? It was off the bench. 51 off the bench. How many minutes? Off the bench, bro. Like in so you can't tell me, you know it's crazy? If somebody else scores forty or fifty right now, right now today they're gonna say, Oh, he's a star. Oh, he's an all star. Whoever it is, oh he we look at this guy. He shouldn't even be on this team. He don't deserve this. I score fifty and can't even get a job the next year. Like I'm not saying <laughs> to have to be that. Like that's not backwards. There's not something wrong with that. Hey you want basketball people in basketball
1: because it's like there's no way, especially if you're good at the team, you get a team
0: quietest. Bro, and, and I won Teammate of the Year. I won Teammate of the Year the year before, and I was more proud about that than ever won any 6 man's because that's, like, truly about somebody's character. Like, they want the best for their teammates, more than they do for themselves, and I thought that was really dope to win a war like that. I didn't even know they had a war for that, to be honest with you. How many
1: times you win six-man of
0: the year? Three? Three. Yep,
1: three. That's just crazy,
0: that's that's uh, that's unbelievable. Man. I didn't even know you won teammate of the year, and then they said, "Yeah." Okay. Think about it. If you win teammate of the year, bro, for your own team, that's like a big thing. Like, man, that showed he was really down for us to win teammate of the year. The whole league, and your peers voted on that. Like, come on, bro. That's self-explanatory. You ain't got to talk after that. That's very that's very true. So. Have there been any
1: like? Has anybody reached out? Because I know, I know you don't. I know you want to end on your own terms, and I know you, you still feel like, and it's not like you know the fighters. You no, know, I, I got one fight left, in
0: you. but no. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. You're not. You putting up six. You there. know what I'm. You know what I'm gonna do, Grant. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send you a video of me playing recently, when we could play five on five. And I'm gonna just send you a couple clips, and you tell me what you what it looks like to you. Just you. you, you be the judge of that. But now to answer your question, they haven't really reached out. My agents reached out to people, but they haven't really reached out. Everybody's saying the same song and dance. It's early in the season, we're staying patient, we're trying to wait and see all that. So, I, I mean, I'm not tripping. I feel like it's a win-win just from the standpoint that if at worst case, I'm here with my family and and, and spending that kind of time. And then if I go, I go play, you know? So it's it's a win-win for me. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel you. So yeah. okay, let's just
1: say two, three years when with Jamal is done after 25 years in the NBA playing.
0: Yeah, what is Jamal trying to do after that? Where do we see Jamal Crawford doing? This the same thing. The same thing I've been doing as far as giving back, being in my community. But then I want to be in basketball. Like I want to be um, helping run a team, helping lead a team as far as. Um, in the front office like that would be uh the ultimate goal for me i would say uh okay front office right no
1: assistant gm like right. i want to be a gm
0: or a public yeah but I, you know what i understand the, the pecking order and i'm willing to put the time in i'm willing to put the work in but the end goal would be at front office and eventually you of course you want to be that but i have i would have stuff to learn there as well you know what i mean like i'm not above that but i eventually you want to be you know leading something but i would work towards get there. any any great leader was a a good follower once upon a time because they had to learn you know what i mean I, i'm sure i got learning to do learn with that see
1: that's see, see, that's, very, that's very true so hmm. see now I, I want to help you i want you to get that but what do you think like like some teams like There are teams that, since
0: you've been in the league, that have been the same exactly, right? Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, it's a it's a copycat league, right? Like, people didn't think it was even possible to win a championship by being a three-point shooting team until Golden State did it. Golden State does it, and now everybody wants to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I've seen teams change, but I don't see them changing for – what they believed in. I see them changing because somebody else did something, and it worked, and now everybody's trying to do that. So
1: if you got a franchise, I'm not even saying so I don't want to get in trouble. You're not in trouble, you girl, but I don't want to right. be like a What are some of the things like if you were to get a program,
0: you know, perennial terrible franchise? Like a you know? Because Well, I will, I wanna have, have a plan. And I think with any plan, it depends on where we are, but I wanna, uh, I would look at a a two-year plan, a five-year plan and down the line, like, but no matter what, even if I had a young team, I would have veteran players around them. So they could see what it's like to be professional every single day. They could see, um, you know, what it's like to experience different things. And sometimes you, like they say, experience is the best teacher, that's true. But if you can experience something through somebody else's eyes without having to go down that road, it saves you time, it saves you energy, and you still get the same answer. You know what I'm saying? So I would definitely try to put together a, a team built that's to be sustain, sustainable, but it would definitely have to have vets on it. No doubt about it. Okay, well, I don't want you to give
1: away too much. Game because, hold, 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 hold. What else? Well, what do you say? Right what
0: do <laughs> Okay. No. Yeah, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there.
1: Yeah, right. Okay, let's let's stay on the topic of bets because, like, you know, I know a lot of guys am not trying to like a lot of young guys talk to me and they're like, "Yo, man, I'm not even buying like our bets. you know, because they say we have shitty bets. you know. Like, right. I had a friend of mine who I coached. I'm not a friend, a kid of mine I coached. He went to South Carolina. He played. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played. Uh, he, he yeah. Went south. He got drafted by the Celtics, as I was saying. And he said that KG took him out when they went to Italy and bought him 10 suits. Yeah. You know, because he was saying, like, I was saying, like, the vets, that people don't have the vets that a lot of guys that I know complain about that they don't have the vets. You know, the vets don't show them the leadership, don't show them the ropes. Like, you know, like, but, you know, because they, it's different. You know, like, when Charles Oakley tells you to get my bags, you know, he'd be like, nah. (laughs) Right. Nah, you're going to get those bags. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) exactly like i remember when i went to uh i was with bd one time when he was at the warriors um and they were about to leave the training camp and i was in the locker room with them and uh when we left he was like yo monte monte's like yeah he's like make sure my bags make it to the bus you know monte was like pick the bags up and take took them to the bus you know it's just like a lot of guys be complaining about that no, I take you taking nobody i'm right but they don't want to do the rite of passage, but it's like sometimes it's like they do stuff for the vets and the vets don't be looking out. Now, when you talk about vets, you got to obviously have the right vets on your team,
0: obviously. Yeah, you yeah, you don't just get vets from the standpoint of all they have experience because, I mean, I've been on teams where there's not so good vets. You know what I mean? So that goes both ways. Like – being young, especially in sports, being younger doesn't mean you're better, and being older doesn't mean you're wiser. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Like, just that's because you have experience, doesn't I mean you're wiser either. That's you not- know, so it's yeah. So it's like you got to have the right people. You got to have the right people in whatever, whatever field, whatever team you're doing. You got to have the right people to build that team.
1: Right now, I you said you came to LA. You went to Dorsey.
0: Yep. And you went to Dorsey when? Oh, it was real, man. It was like, real.
1: When the jungles, were the jungles are not. I'm it young.
0: was it was realer than real.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the, 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 the 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 with the the that era was what people. I don't watch Snowfall, but with the the era Snowfall was in, you went to the school with
0: the kids of, the, of that. Of the people. Yeah, I've never watched Snowfall either, but this like. This is early to mid nineties. Like this is real. Yeah. This is real, bro. For like it was all the way real.
1: if you're not making it home that day. <laughs> or it's gonna be a rough day for you at in class at school. Um, so you said you came out here to live with your mom when she was in when she went to No, nah, it's
0: my it's my dad and my grandma. My mom lived in Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's my I was staying with my dad. My dad went to Dorsey uh in nineteen sixty-nine actually. So oh, he wow. went way before me. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, he was now that you you
1: went to, you know, you played the league and everything, you provide for your kids, like, what is the one thing that you try to, because, like, you know how I always talk about NBA kids, right? You know, because yeah. like, you, you're not going to teach your son college. Easy. Come on. Come on. College ain't going to get you. And that's what, I, that's what I think that a lot of NBA kids who go to college, it doesn't, because you're, Taught like yo no this is what gets you paid okay like so what what are you going to try to instill with your kids because like and how like where you had to go to the park to play right yeah your kids just go to the backyard and they call their home and say,
0: hey let's come yeah, over but, right but 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 they still enjoy going to the parks they still like enjoy because for them for us it was normal right for them it's like almost a not a field trip. It's experience. Like I want to go to the park. I want to So once they got a taste of it, they want to go every weekend. You know what I mean? So for me, like to always remain humble, to always be thankful, to always work hard, to always show respect, give respect and, and almost demand respect as well. You know what I mean? So all those basic things, I think travel, whether you're on the court, whether you're in life, like look a man in his eye give if you give your word keep it like just simple things you know what I mean that it takes to be a good young man and so those are things I want them to be that's long standing that they can they can carry wherever they go
1: what what are some of the things that Jamal Crawford does um in the offseason season in in for his personal time is he an art collector is he
0: a uh I'm a hooper bro <laughs> I'm a hooper like I'm about my community and I hoop. That's it. Like everybody knows in the summer, I'm, I'm either at a, I'm either doing something to help the community or I'm in the gym, period. Or I'm on the park. Like it's, it's it's no in between. I'm doing my pro-am. I'm doing my backpack giveaway. I'm doing my camps. I'm doing my, um, my uh, awareness drives. I'm doing my, whatever it is, I'm doing the community hoop. I'm with my family. That's it. I, it's simplified, to be honest with you. And I like it better that way. Like I'm doing one of those three things.
1: Like you, you be in the um, you be in the community so much, like that they don't even look at you. No, 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 no. That's how you that's want it. to be looked at, right? Oh, there's Jamal. Um, that, that's that's it. Like that, that's that, great that, that's right way to describe it, bro. That's amazing because like the, like growing up, like it seems like the Seattle Pros would always come back, and show up. Right. And it seems like you guys, you did that with IT. I mean, there's been so many guys from Seattle um, that, that are just in. And it's like you guys, it seems to me like you guys are, uh, um, that you guys are uh, like a big family. You know, you guys got each yeah. other back. You know, like. You're exactly right, bro. Job, but uh, we're not going to talk about it. Nate, what
0: happened with Nate. Probably, but, now, now it, it was to be honest with you when I was with Chicago, I saw that Mike Finley was over here, Antoine Walker was over here, um, Tim Hardaway was over here, and they played hoop together. But me personally, I didn't see them hang together besides that. So when I went home, I'm like, you know what? If Isaiah Thomas got a, a, um bowling event, we're going. If Nate Robinson got a softball event, we're going. If Spencer Hall's got a card game, we're all going. And so, you, we all got that. And then all of us reach back to the next generation. So every high school kid can text me. They can text Isaiah. They can text Zach Levine, Brandon Roy, whoever it might be. Like we all are connected. And that's what makes it special. Because the only thing we ask is whoever's coming up next. Now you got to reach back along with us. Reach back to. There's eighth graders that can text me right now to this day that do text me. Got questions, whatever. But it's not just like that with me. They can text DeJounte Murray or Kevin Porter or Aaron Brooks or Stucky or whoever it might be, and it's like that for everybody, and that's just that's why it's different up here. You are it's a whole culture like B. Roy,
1: the legend of B. Roy. Talk about B. Roy because he doesn't get the flowers. Because even when Kobe said that he was the toughest motherfucking son of a bitch he played against, like because he's like, I had to bring it against him, he's like, I had to take it to another level. Yeah,
0: like, he no weaknesses, bro. I remember Scouting Port when he was a rookie. If you ever get Quentin Richardson. Or David Lee on there asked him what I said when we was about to play Portland. I'm like, he can he can go right, he can go left, he can shoot, he can post up, he can pass, he can. I said, man, they said, you talk you talking like he's Jordan or something. Like he ain't got I said he ain't got no weaknesses. He can guard, he can do and he played like he had headphones on, bro. He played at his own pace. You couldn't speed him up, you couldn't do nothing. He's more athletic than you think he is, he's bigger than you think he is, he's stronger than you think he is, he can shoot better than you think he is, like he's just he was that deal. He was ideal for sure. He deserves okay. all his flowers. All right. So
1: let, let's let's switch the topic because people are going to want to hear this first. Talk to me
0: about that trade that happened yesterday. It was unexpected for me because personally, you had heard that, you know, James wanted to go to the Nets. And usually it doesn't work like that. Like a person may want to go somewhere, but it don't happen where they end up going Ooh. somewhere. You know what I mean? And they kind of settle for something else he end up going to the nets. And so for him, I think he's happy. I think Kevin's happy Uh, for Karras. I think he'll get a chance to spread his wings. I think he'll be an all-star in Indiana. Uh, You know, Jared Allen obviously will be one of those big guys that play a long time and have success. Obviously they got to figure out the the big situation in Cleveland, you know, so I was shocked more. So anything, I'm interested to see how it works with Kai, Kevin and, and James. His MS3 unbelievable talents. So now it's about meshing them and blending them together. But the NBA keeps it cracking. We know that. It's always something. <laughs> always. So a lot of people are upset.
1: I don't care what James did to be with you. Like, I don't really care at all. I think that he, uh, he's James Harden. He does whatever he wants to get out of it. He doesn't like being there anymore. I don't get why people are upset. You, as a vet, person who played in the league, um, I mean, you're a star status of James Harden, but as like you're respected, you're very, 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 very respected uh, in the uh, in the game of basketball. So what do you think, like, this is from a player's perspective, to be honest, what do you think, do you, do you think, what do you think James had, do you think he had it? Oh my god, he was he 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 hung Steven Silas out to dry. Oh there's Tony. Hold on Tony. We're talking about something real
2: quick. He said What up, Tom? Up, boss?
1: He said we we, we hung Stephen Silas out to dry. How do you think he handled that situation?
0: Or do you yeah. or is do it like man Nah, to be yeah. honest, like obviously he handled it, he handled it how he saw fit. But as a teammate, obviously, you see Cousins' uh, comments. You see John Wall's comments. Obviously, they felt some way about it. You know what I mean? And that situation, whenever somebody wants to leave, I don't see it always going to be, you know, peaches and cream. It's going to be some some hurt feelings either way. It's going to be something that say he, he wanted to leave and he ended up staying there. That disconnect still would have been within the locker room. You know what I mean? So either way, it was going to be. Something that wasn't gonna go smoothly once it became out in the media, and now everything's out in the media from the standpoint that you know, before you remember like back in the day, if somebody said something, they would have to wait the next day to see the reporter to clean it up. Yeah. It's like now, Grads, you could hold a press conference for thousands of people immediately if you feel like it. Exactly. Totally, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't That's gotta even wait till true. the next day. Now you can hold the press conference now. So there's so much instant access. Like now, I don't even really read the papers unless I want to catch up on something. But through Twitter and through social media, I find out instantly what's going on. We was so getting media trained. We was getting media trained in high school,
2: right? Like you know, what I'm saying when I was coming up, Twitter was bo- it was booming back then. So we was getting media trained on like, look, bro, whatever you tweet, they're gonna take that as you're ain't no coming about the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> yeah. and now like you you really you really starting to see like. And, you know, some players are doing it on purpose and some players are using it as a good platform. But it's definitely the
0: media is definitely way different and it's way more accessible. And to be honest with you, it kind of gave the power back to the players from the standpoint that now, you don't a reporter don't have to break something. You could break your own news and say, hey, I'm going here now. You know what I'm saying? Like you could break whatever you want. You're holding a press conference every time you speak. Twitter has made it. Twitter has
1: made it. That's why I think that every athlete should have a Twitter. Just just and even if they don't want to tweet and do on it just so in case like something does happen or something
0: yeah. gets said, I didn't say that. No, I wasn't. Bro, you, remember, like, you know what's crazy? Is yeah, you could correct it immediately. You remember immediately. like when you like when you was about to be on TV on the news for five seconds, you would text 10 different people. I'm about to be on the news channel five at seven p.m. I'm about to be on the news. You know what I mean? Now you're doing that to Thousands upon thousands of thousands by one by one tweet. It's like a big group text, right, for everybody.
1: No, exactly, exactly.
0: Now, when I remember, I don't know if you had
1: to do this high. We used using high school. my same name but like, I had to sign a permission slip,
0: okay, to use the internet when it first came. Oh out. wow! You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I can't say I did that one, guys. Gras- they let me in there. They let me in there.
1: My biology teacher. Well, you were in Seattle, so that's. A- I tech, tech, good tech boy in Louisville, Kentucky when I was in high school. Like, my teacher was, like, so – my biology teacher took us because like, this is better than science, guys. You guys have no idea. You're about to get information.
0: That's what
1: <laughs> you need to
0: do. They just got talking. Bro, you know what's crazy, though? When I used to go on the internet back then, because it would take, like, 10 minutes to watch a 10-second Allen Iverson clip. I would, like, the dial-up, it took a while to load up. But it was still was dope that I could see the move. Like, if I missed this game, because it's only sports center, It wasn't NBA TV and all that. If you missed the game or didn't see the highlight, you could dial up and watch it. But it took, like, 10 minutes to load a 10-second clip to just to see his crossover one time. You know what and I mean? And then nobody
2: answered the phone.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's like the dial-up, bro. For real. Yeah.
2: That was crazy. That was the worst, bro. That was You had to get another line. You know what i
1: mean? these kids have no idea.
0: Oh but, man, they bro, they could watch whole movies on their phone, they could do anything immediately. But please, Jamal, okay.
1: Growing up with your with technology and your kids and you trying to say you trying to keep them humble, they don't ask uh for a trainer, do they? Like when you try and sell them stuff, they don't be like, You
0: don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. No, I I I'm just dad, like for real. But my oldest, my oldest obviously, he gets it more. My youngest. It's just dad talking to him. So my best friend who coaches at college at the University of Washington, you know, and basically my nephew is his son. He trains both of them. I don't even say train, he works them out. He works them out. And I jump in the workout with him, you know what I mean? So they see the speed I'm going at and they see what I'm doing and it becomes more realistic for him. So, he, and he knows, he sees the game like I see it. So he knows exactly what he's showing up. And sometimes just hearing it from different, somebody different from your parents, it, it resonates a little bit differently. Like Kyrie came and watched, my son played, I coached him. He came and coached with me. And Kyrie was like, Man, you got game, but you you gotta stop over-dribbling. And my son was like, Yeah, you okay, I got you. I'm like, Madden told you so many times to do one move and go, but you you hear from Kyrie is different. He started laughing. You know what I mean? So I'm just dad. You know, hey, you know what's you know what I can,
2: you know what I can ask you? Cause I played with Zach at UCLA. Yeah. Do you think like organically in Seattle? Why do you think y'all players have just organic games? It's not like cookie cutter, cookie cutter training games. All players in Seattle have organic games. I, you could even go from you to Isaiah Thomas to uh, KP
0: KP and Cleveland, Zach, all
2: of it is organic. They doing shit you can't teach. What about Seattle breeds that in players?
0: Bro, we didn't come up with trainers like that. Like, first off, it rained so much. You know what I'm saying? So we, we basically we basically are in the gym all the time, right? But besides that, we didn't come up with trainers. We just hoop. And you can tell. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell we just hoop. It's not no it's not no uh it's about to get loud my son coming. It's not no um like that's why you missed part of it, Tom, but like if you see if you see a, uh me dribble, it's not like I'm I'm doing cone drills. Like I'm doing shit I'm just making up. On the fly, seeing if it worked or not. You know what I'm saying? So Heck yeah. That's why it looked different because it wasn't cookie cutter. It was like, nah, go figure it out with, with live defense and see what works and what don't.
1: Yeah, that's 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 crazy. Just okay, we're not trying to but just the difference. What do you see the difference nowadays if with the kids? Because you your dad, are a you get to see you out there, you've seen it, that it was when you were playing
0: real quick before you go before you gotta go. What was it? I'm sorry, grab said that because he shut the door when you came in. Oh, uh, they just asked a question about: Do you listen to me when when you when you're working out?
1: Sometimes
0: <laughs> you hear him. Sometimes, sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It's a laughs> man, my, my mom, uh, she we both be saying he always be
2: repeating himself because he always does
0: that. I said I'm only repeating myself because that means you ain't you ain't listening the first time I'm telling you. But what no. did you say, Greg?
2: No, like you made me watch a video five times.
0: You see, I make him watch video to, to break it down his mind, and then it, you get it. What'd you say?
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, you Yeah. What'd you say, though, Graz? I'm sorry. Hey, got, little man, you got it. You got an advantage, little man. You got an NBA pops, bro. You, your pops is a legend. So just, hey, I know pops, You know what's funny, though, bro? The uh-huh. players that he looks up to and like, like, watch me growing up. Like he loves Lamelo. I'm like, man, Lamelo's watching me growing up. Like, so it's funny to to see it go full circle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. So, Hold on, what did you say? because
2: he's in my, like my dad boat, so it's like dad, and I see him every day. so like.
1: Uh, see, uh, exactly. No, I feel you. No, it, That's funny. That's funny because Michael Jordan's kid's favorite player was BJ Armstrong. Oh, see what I'm saying?
2: I see uh, him play all his games all the time. Uh, like, yeah. That's he, so I don't even need to watch videos. I don't need people.
0: to watch videos of him no more. I see him play all the time. I, I watch you play games all, right. all the time. All right, my bad, guys. What was the question? I, I ain't going to interrupt no more. I don't even remember the question because little man was giving us was
1: giving us uh, the inside scoop on why he don't be listening. Yeah, he to did. Why he don't listen to me?
2: You know what's crazy? You know what my pops used to make me watch you, Jamal, all the what? time. How what? How's that, bro? Come off pick and rolls. Because I was That's crazy. So he was like, "Look, watch how he come off picking rolls." He said, "If you don't, if you don't roll fast, he's never going to see you." He was like, nope. "You waiting?" He said, "Watch how he come off. He come off fast. He's looking at the. He's looking at because you never look down at the ball." And he was like, he was like, he one of the only players who never looks down. He was like, if he never looks down, he can he can always see you because I used to wait on screens. So he was like, look how fast, look how fast he get off that. If you ain't yeah, you, you gotta
0: roll, bro. So I used you to have roll.
2: to watch I used to have to watch you all the time. And he was like, These are easy buckets. He was like, Look at this, these are easy buckets. And he was showing me like what you used to do with Blake, how you used to get Blake off the quick roll. Yeah, I used to get Blake in the short roll for like touch shots. Like I used to have to I used to watch that with my pops all the time.
0: That's that was just crazy. That's crazy, bro, because the pick and roll, think about it. It's been around for 50 years, and nobody's ever really figured out how to guard it. So if you have two good pick and roll players, like, you can you can chop up the defense, and you can have them guessing. And then when they think it's just me and you in the pick and roll, now I'm looking weak side to that three-point shooter over there. Now they're really guessing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just simple things in the game. And another person that hates using pick and roll, I'm telling them, it's him I'm like man when you get to the NBA I it's only going to be it. pick and roll I don't
1: hate it but I'm a better isoler I'm better see, isoler it's got be. is good but but you got to have to use the pick and roll because the play breaks down it's just not be you Yeah I to
2: pick and rolls a lot but um, I just like ice. He ball. just like isolation
0: he's still young he's I young. Yeah when
2: he, he when he get older and he see when people get longer you to do I'm, a like, lot of stuff I'm like I'm like man look
0: I said if you can master the pick and roll and he's good at it but I'm like if you can master the pick and roll right now I said, by the time later on, it's going to be like, man, I've seen everything you could possibly throw at me. A pick and roll, it don't matter.
1: I have a pick, and, I use a pick and roll almost every play. I just ISO off it and pass it or just go to He's pick talking pick to the ISO king point.
0: and he's trying to explain to me why he <laughs> used to That's Jamal Crawford, you talking to little man?
1: Like, yeah. you, you know, you know, yeah. hey, Jamal, quick question, real okay. quick. Good question. Your handle, bro. Like, that's
0: it's not God, hard. bro. That's nobody's teaching. like you. you God, my- bro. No, nah, I can't. Like, my best friend who I was talking about the coach, he said, there's one thing you do I can't explain to nobody. I said, what's that? He said, the way you dribble. Man. it's never. It was never drills, bro. It was like, it, and this is no lie, y'all, like, I really feel, I was thinking that today when I was working out, I really feel like the ball is connected to my hand. I really, really feel like that. Like, when you walk, you're not thinking left foot, right foot. You're just walking. That's right. how I feel when I have a ball, bro. I feel like I can do anything. Like literally anything, at the hey, and the crazy part that I know it's God, I could do anything. I can dream it up in my head, and I can immediately go do it. Like it's no practice. I can dream it up and go do it. Like my best moves, I've never even showed the NBA. I was waiting till I made All Star. I have ten moves, bro, that would shock the world. They were the craziest moves ever, but I never pulled them out. Now, now they're just now they're just in the vaults, bro. They're the, they're the Prince records, man. They're just gonna be in the vault. Oh, bro. Bro. We gotta let those go. We can't let somebody buy those. The only back. person, the only person I'm gonna pass them to is my kids, man. But you know, that's later on when he's ready, he's not ready right now. Yeah, most of we ain't you ever seen him you haven't seen these group In My my oldest? They gotta, they gotta wait for him. So that's the we, thing. Okay, so what we gonna do? We gonna, we gonna say, we gonna, we gonna definitely
1: use this as a clip. So we gotta get Jamal Crawford to the all star game so he can. <laughs> I knew that was coming next. <laughs> These ten moves. Yeah, we gotta get you back.
0: And then we gotta get you the All Star game. Yeah, let's let's get one step at a time. Let's get me back first, and we'll go from there.
2: Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like, cause growing up, we had Lou Will. Like that was like our yeah in Atlanta. Lou, was Lou Will Child. was our guy. Like it was just natural. Like when I got to you UCLA on the West Coast, what you was doing in Seattle was kind of like what Lou Will was doing with us, with being accessible and just being organically cool and like that you could see that on the floor like you could see how you communicated with your teammates Mm -hmm. and when it comes to your handle it's just certain people in this world who just can pick up a ball and -hmm. it just happens it ain't no trainer it ain't no nothing I don't think I've ever watched you play and you did the same move twice in a row no not you won't bro like that's, that's insane.
0: I right. truly, bro, and it's not even bragging like I'm being as real as possible. Like, I truly get so excited when I get on the court because I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's so exciting because I feel like I can pull off anything. But, for example, I know y'all seen the play where I threw it through my legs to Blake and he windmilled it. Yeah, that was, that was in March, bro. Go back and look. That was in March. Me and Blake got together when we was having open runs in September, right after Labor Day, how guys all get together with their teams. And it was September, and I said, Blake, you think if I do this move, you could catch it and dunk it. And he was like, The timing's looking, say, Yeah, I could do it. Boom, we never talked that we never talked about it again. Six months goes by, and I've had this play in my head since I was eight years old. Right? I wanted to do it in Michigan, so I'm like, Man, okay. So I-, I get a steal, I look back, it's Blake. I said, Oh, this is the moment. I said, If I mess up, then they're gonna laugh at me forever. But if I pull it off, it's never been done in the game. So I look back, I did it, and I I did the, the alley-oop to myself, and I threw it back over my shoulder. And when I turned around, I was like, Blake, just catch it. Just catch it and dunk it. When he caught it and windmilled it, it, was over with. So if you go back and watch that clip, he's grabbing his chest when he runs back to timeout. Like, you really did it. Like, we haven't talked about this in six months. Never practiced it or nothing. That's crazy. So, like, that's crazy. those, that's those plays like that.
2: Blake, I saw Blake do. This is when I really noticed that Blake is an unreal athlete. He did yoga with Kent Cottage. Okay. And that's that was my yoga guy. And I walked in like thirty minutes early and was watching this dude do yoga, and I'm like, this man is really an unbelievable athlete, bro. It was
0: nothing he couldn't bro, do. Bro, it was the hardest worker. I couldn't believe it. When I've got there, I'm like, when do you have time to shoot commercials, bro? Like, he was in the gym so much, in the weight room so much. I'm like, when do you have time to shoot all these commercials? He was the hardest worker, bro. Like for real, he took it serious. That's that's that's,
1: that's
0: yeah, Jamal. Your handle is, is legendary. Nah, that's that's God, bro. I don't take no credit for it, cause I, I honestly don't know how it happened. Like I always kept the ball with me. Like when I'm nine years old, you know, I'm going on the airplanes. That's my one carry-on. I'm sleeping with the ball, all that. But I don't know how it like developed to that point. That's why it's just God, bro. Like for real, I can't explain it. And to be six five like that, like that's God, man. Yeah, man. So if you
1: understand, you six five. They think you like six two. Like no, you're six
0: five. With no, nah, I'm girl. six five, bro. Like legit. That's With God, bro. Like for strength. real,
1: I'm thankful for that's him. Strength, like, <laughs> was, man. So, man, little man, little man got handles. What are you talking about Mr. Ice over there? Little Mr. Yeah, Ice
0: does. I'm gonna see you some. I'm gonna send you some clips of him right now. They got a rank. I'm not even into the whole ranking thing, yeah, but they got a rank. I think 25th in the country for his grade. But, but that's older grade. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, so he got him. I'm gonna send you some stuff on the grass. Okay. I like, I like Tony. I like Tony, you on time. Twitter,
2: bro? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Okay, I'm gonna follow you, bro. Yeah, I like I like the way he's talking though.
1: Yeah, no, He's not impressed at all. He like, I, nah. I have better handles now
0: though. Yeah, those are different.
1: like okay handles.
0: He like, said I got better handles now. That was okay handles. Like way I'm, way I'm gonna talk, see yeah. some stuff on him, bro.
1: Okay. Well, I know you guys gotta get to going. I want to thank you so much, Jamal, for your time. Come on,
0: bro. You, you already know, know. You already know. Uh, anytime, anytime. We'll do it again. Yeah, hey no. Tony, is that your is that your Twitter, your handle right here?
2: Nah, it's thirty-two, but yes, yeah, it's, it's just like that. Okay, I got you bro, right
0: now. Yeah. Okay, for sure. All right, Jamal. All right, little man. man, hit me, bro. I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna see that footage too. Oh, definitely. Both definitely. me, me, and him. I'm gonna see you both of them. Okay. All right, <laughs> man. Do that. All right, for sure. All right, All right, y'all.
1: All right. All right. All right. Peace. And that was Jamal Crawford, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. He gave us a great full hour of the show, uh, and I, I mean that was amazing talking to him. He was telling us like, he was telling me like, man, like i was playing with Alan Iris and stuff like that. And it's just like you totally, like, I never in a million years thought that I'd ever be able to just call Jamal property. Like, hey, get him a podcast. He's like, all right, cool. It's just like, that's how Twitter just made it. You know what I'm saying? I was like.
2: Jamal just hey. one of those organic dudes, man. Yeah, bro. He's like, he organically cool. He studied the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, he just one of those guys who you just know. And like me playing with Zach, like the way Zach would talk about him. You just knew that he was like one of the realest dudes out here, and and you've never heard a player even almost remotely say anything bad about him. No, it's just the level of of a guy he is. Like that's just a great dude in general. Bro, it's it, bro, it, he's I I'm just happy that he came
1: on. He said he could only do thirty minutes. He just gave us an hour, so right. that was that was lit. um
2: And he was cold, huh? <laughs> and he was cold. Oh man.
1: Like, <laughs> <travesty>. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because he was on, but now he ain't on, so we can talk. It's a fucking tragedy but that nigga's not in the NBA and had to do all the shit we had to do last year with the fucking, you know, tweeting and everything and going to people for him. to get It's a fucking tragedy, Like, how, how, is, and he said it, too. He's like, we need more basketball, people in more basketball. He's just like, it, it pisses me off,
2: bro. It just. Not only, not only, see, this is my thing when we talk about players like this. Not only is he not important that he can really help a team. In the playoffs, he's a he's a playoff player. He could really mm-hmm. help a team, but if you if you pair him with a young guard, he could change the trajectory of somebody's career, dog. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we're not like even the whole conversation, Tony. Because that's what we was talking about. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 I'm, I'm mad I missed it, but all so you know, Crawford can change the trajectory of somebody's career. Thank you because of how he can mentor somebody how he could because he's been through it and he's one of those guys who can talk to anybody and anybody can relate to him that's not something that come around every day thank you you know what i'm saying he's not somebody who comes around he's not a basketball player that just pops up every single day that's a special that's a special talent and that's a special person and you can see it when now he's nurturing these people in seattle that he don't got to do that you know what i'm saying but it's 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 who he is as a person And if you can tell, if you can sit here and tell me somebody who's played basketball for a long time that that ain't important to a locker room, because sometimes your mental is really, sometimes your mental is just really fucked up, and you need that old head to be like, "Look, boss, this shit ain't the worst." And I think that's what that's what Jamal Crawford gives to a locker room, bro. And I think, in all honesty, he he deserves to be on a roster like if if Ty, if Tyrese Maxey saw Jamal Crawford every day that would change the trajectory of his career entirely. He's a whole different basketball player in two in two or three years.
1: Oh, see, that's what these You're exactly right. I mean, I don't even know what to say. That's that's you're exactly right. Like if if if, if Jamal Crawford was with Tyrese Maxey or somebody or even LaMelo Ball, like somebody like that, like
2: Bro, so many niggas. Anthony Edwards. It's so many niggas. He need to be in front of, bro. So many basketball players. He need to be in front of, bro. And it's like, cause, cause what what it is is grads. Is we talk about like, I mean, just it's just so many teams. You could put this kid. You could put, you could put Jamal on, and he and he just helps kids. Man, he helps kids, and he just he grows the brand of the NBA. I think that's what people don't understand about some of these guys like it's certain players who can just really help the brand of the nba dog and it's it's organic man and i I don't think people understand how hard it is to find that organicness in a player who people will just respect like that shit is hard bro like will yeah. is another one that's like that like i respect the just as a person because he didn't pull me to the side plenty of times and said tony you tripping You know, he he changed the trajectory of my life plenty of times, even after basketball. So like like it's impossible for people to be like, you know, that there he's not needed, or that's not needed, or maybe he don't play defense. Like, come on, dog, what are we doing? What the hell are we doing? And it's like
1: Tony was like in this, we weren't in the kind he wasn't, he missed the first couple like 30, 40 minutes, but it's like he's saying the exact same shit that we were talking about. that crazy. Isn't that crazy? Man, but go ahead, Tony, because you're right. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, it's just like you know what I'm saying. when you say we need more basketball people in basketball, that's just what it is. Like, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating that somebody who really loves basketball, who's really a part of it, you know, I really like the kids. I watch the kids, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's frustrating when people just don't know. It's just like you got bruh calling, you got you got Shawty calling Kyrie property. Like, bro, bro what I'm are so we so doing?
1: Like, great segue, Tony. Great, great segue, bro.
2: Like, what are we doing, bro? Like, it's just, to me, it's it's a, it's a something that's just not clicking with these people. And it's getting to the point of, like, where we have so much access to technology, we really don't even need these dudes no more. And again, I said, we got so much access to technology, we really don't even need these people no more, bro. Yo. That's just what it is. And, and that's the level of, like, like it's it's to that level of just where it's it's getting to the point where it's not respectable. Like somebody told me, Kyrie should give the money back. What? Like what are we doing here, bro? Like it's just Weird. a lot. Of, it's a lot of things going on that's just unacceptable.
1: Yeah. So I just I just I just I supposed to send out a tweet that I sent out like that 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 is. I mean. I said it's December 45th, 2020 because for her to say that and then to justify it, because we pay you, because they pay you millions, buddy.
2: Buckaroo. Uh, buddy O'Powell friend. It was crazy, Grass was even crazier about that Graz is like, nobody in the background like, whoa, you crazy. No. They over there like, yeah. They yeah. No, like, to like, don't want to show up to work. Like, yeah, he should. He is their property. Are you nuts? Have you ever heard somebody say that about Tom Brady? Have you ever yes. heard anybody come to Aaron Rodgers, Andre Karolinko? No. no Tom We're Brady. Gonna... Tom Brady. Tom
1: Brady had his. He punked Robert Kraft into. Okay, I've been. I mean, I'm, not, I'm sure a lot of people have too. But I've been to, to New England, my boys, whatever. My, I've been to New England. I see where it, Tom Brady had a whole section of the strip mall that Robert Kraft owned because Robert Kraft owned. all. All the land he owns all the land that um um that gillette stadium sits on he owns all the land that it sits on okay and there's a, there's a two hotels on each end and there's a strip mall it has everything for all the people in walpole uh foxborough go party okay it's pretty pretty happening but anyways tom brady had hit tom brady tv12 and that was the the training the training staff that he didn't want to use that he wanted to use, but they didn't, you know what I'm saying? And all that stuff happened, and he had to move. So, so Robert Kraft's like, hey, look, I'll just give you this whole section of training the strip for TV 12. And, like, it's, bro, it's what I'm saying. It's like.
2: Bro, it's, at this point, like, for real, for real, it's getting to a point of, like, the disrespect is outrageous.
1: you two sports worlds.
2: It's it's outrageous, bro. And it is two sports right. worlds. People don't understand that. And it's, it's really getting to the point of where it's just, it's undeniably outrageous. Like for her to even think that that was okay to say is nuts. Nuts.
1: Nuts. Nuts.
2: Like bro. that's nuts. You telling nuts. him. Some...
1: And Come it's like it's man. like and now see, and the thing about the thing about social media is now it's just like I know the turner. Just weather the start, Jackie. Don't worry, like you know, this weather so you just wait the first twenty-four hours and start the hub of tomorrow like, complete and completely forget about it. It's like bro, it's just that, like that doesn't mean anything. It's still been said. You know, so when she mm. said, well, 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 I didn't mean it. It's like.
2: Yeah, you did. Yeah, like, get it. That'd be like, the crazy part, the little apologies. No, nah, <clears throat> you meant exactly what you said. Like, you meant everything. Like, that was everything you meant at all. And it's just yeah. like, at what point is this out? There's not right. a different world. Sorry to cut you out. Tony. If it is. Nah, no, you're right. right. Like, or that's it. just what it is. Why it's-
1: did Montrez
2: have to apologize
1: for saying, for calling Luka Doncic a bitch ass white boy, which he was not meaning that in any kind of malicious way. He was just talking shouts out to Okay? Because for people who don't play, okay, you talk shit to each other. Okay? We're not, it's not, nobody's trying to fight. Okay? Because the way you can shut them up is just bust their ass. Are you talking shit? All right, here's a button. Here's another button. They'll steal the ball from you, get the rebound on me, push your opponent, none of them. All right? It. still talking? I'll keep on busting. It's like,
2: and it's it, like in Grass, the, the crazy thing about that Montreal situation, the craziest thing about that Montreal situation, mm-hmm. he's saying that to the best player on the floor. He's saying that he's saying that to him because he knows if it's if, if it's any chance of him getting his head, he gotta take the shot.
1: Thank
2: you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if it's any chance of rattling him or anything, he has to take a chance because Luca is that good, bro. Thank he's you. that good. It's, yes, a, it's if he if he taking the time to say that to you. It, that's respect because you he know y'all. He, he know you busting his ass. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? He know, y- he know you giving them hell. He know that hell, he probably knew that they was one player away. If KP stay healthy, they probably win that series. It's a good chance they take that shit to seven and win. Because KP was unfucking real So he's really just trying to get rid of one more guy to, to, to just clear it away. And, exactly. and it was just what that was. Like, in and Luca didn't even believe that shit and it happened again it happened again in next series when when Marquis when Morris said something to uh to um what's his name no he said it to the um Paul Millsap and Paul Millsap looked at him They was up 20 at the time and he said something crazy to Paul Millsap and Paul Millsap looked at him like I don't even believe you I don't <laughs> believe you bro and they went on a four-game winning streak. They beat their ass four straight times. He probably, after that game, he went in that locker room and said, I don't believe these niggas. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. that's just a part of the competitive nature. If you're going to talk crazy, you better hope them niggas believe you. And he don't got up. nigga, that's competition. We give niggas, we give white boys saying they gritty and they tough when they say shit like that. You. you know what I mean? And it was, to me, that shit was just nuts because, like, bro, this is, this is the game. It's a mental game. Any nigga who play basketball I tell you what is 85 to or 90% mental or some shit like that. You watching LeBron mentally beat niggas every night right now.
1: Yeah. No, I I, exactly. But mm. staying stay on, on the course, it's just like, Luca, and, and then when Montrezl apologized to Luca, uh, all
2: right. Like, I know what it is, bro. If I, we could I, trade I, I, for you I, tomorrow, bet. you on our team. <laughs> I'll be a pitcher. That's why we the 37-17. All right, cool. Like, you. bro. You Know what I'm saying? Like, and, Lu- and Luca would probably play with Bro in the heartbeat, bro. He knows he's talking, shit, bro. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm sure, Luca. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Luca's probably about somebody in the chat, bro. It's, <laughs> bro, Marquis from the Morris twin and That's the Marcus right. cousins about to fight, and they was just teammates two months ago. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, they was gonna fight, you
2: know what I'm saying? Like, hey, like, like, come on, bro. Like,
1: bro, get out of here. No, I, I get it. I just, it's just there's a lot of things that. Like, like, just like you know, Skip Bayless has, has made money off of you know bashing certain athletes, and it's like you can't have. Dude, if Shannon Sharp got up there and started talking about Tom Brady,
2: and come on, bro, people like that. Like that Skip way. Bayless built a whole career on bashing LeBron,
1: and my and Michael Irvin and the Cowboys. It's like it's like what we doing like, here, bro what I'm saying, and like he he didn't make a career off fashion run because I'm going to give Skip credit. He was established before that. He yeah, just a platform. He yeah. got a platform by attacking LeBron James and saying, yeah. I love Michael Jordan, and it's just like, bro, Michael Jordan is a big issue. So about LeBron James. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> and it's, just like, it's just like, the dynamic is we're looking for a change. Okay, if there's going to be a change in the person who said it about Kyrie, they don't need to be hand slapped. Okay, but that person is quote unquote legend because of who her dad is. It's like that's not fair to that's not fair to Kyrie because Kyrie's being is getting malicious, well, you know, he's being the the narrative's just gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse because it's you
2: know, the narrative's I mean. and I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be hundred percent with you grads. And you know how I am. The narrative is gonna be keep getting worse and worse and worse because he's never gonna conform to what people think he should be. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when LeBron left Cleveland they thought he was being like I'm sorry, I don't know if I can say it's on a tie squad, but they were probably like Oh, these niggas think they have too much power and they burning his jersey. They doing all this crazy shit because he don't want it because he not conforming to what white people think he should act like or he should be grateful that we even given him this platform like this nigga ain't worked his whole life for this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and that's what it is. And, you know, as a black athlete, you have to take that into you have to take that into consideration. But it's just like at this point in Kyrie's career, why in the hell does he have to prove anything?
1: Anybody, bro. Like, he's done enough in his career, he's gonna be a hall of famer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, bro. It's just like it's his, a... he's his resume, like, dude, come on, like remember, Man, all-star, all star, like, like people know the ones who know know that he's come on, like they ain't just... no Kyrie to come around like that. Like, are you serious with that handle? tell about Jamal Carpet's handle, like Kyrie's probably if if th- there was one person and the only on person, the
2: planet think, Earth.
1: The only one on the planet Earth who had a better handle than Jamal Crawford is Kyrie Irving. And Jamal will tell you. That. On
2: the planet, bro. The
1: only this, one that he would this, probably say, yeah, probably Kyrie. Probably. It's
2: outrageous. Crazy.
1: You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's just like, I just don't get it. But it's like like you said, and and I was on another uh shout out to Ian Begley. I was on, you know, his uh put back with him, and um we talked about Kyrie, and I was just like, and he was like, Well, and he and he asked me, he's like, well, what about the guy who brings their kid in the game, and they spend three or four hundred dollars, and Kyrie's not playing. I'm like, I'm like well, there's no hypothetically, because right, I'm like, but I get it why he'd be upset, I can understand. But if he wants to break the chain of, of what's going on and teach his kids something different, he would tell his kids why Kyrie is playing,
2: and he wouldn't say it's stupid. He'd be
1: like, well, he's playing because this is what he feels like, you know what I'm saying? So that's that. Well,
2: Hey, you know what? I beat that jump. Be killing me. Like, listen, bro. I know you want to see, bro, play. And it's all, oh, I I don't want to have a kid come to the game. And, and, and the best player isn't playing. But listen, bro. If you a basketball fan, you a basketball fan. It's 24 other NBA players out there, big dog. Pick one and watch them. You're going to learn something. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to learn something. So it is what it is, bro. I'm. My, my pops used to make me watch everybody. I'm watching Mark Gasol. I'm watching I'm watching Zebo. I'm watching every single body, bro. My, my dad had me watching Zuzuda Zuligowski setting screens for LeBron for hours on how to stay strong in screens. Like, you can learn something from everybody, bro. So, you know what I mean? Like, and, and to be honest with you, the chances of your son being able to play like Kyrie is slim to none. You know what I'm saying? So, you better pick one of these role players and watch what they do and see how they got to where they at. If we talking about you wanting, you know, what I'm saying like I don't even, I don't even buy that, bro, because it's it's 94 games in the season, it's 82 games, right. bro. He gonna play for 70 of them, right. so pick one. And it's Twitter, you know that nigga ain't playing two weeks before the game start, like, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These folks with that excuse, grad, it kills me, dog. I, I'm no. so glad you brought that up, bro. No, That's I know, so
1: but I defend Kyrie because it's like my thing is like. I know I made jokes and stuff about it, but it's just like, man, he this man can do whatever he wants because it's like, it's like, yeah, he's getting paid a lot of money to do it. Okay. He's going to feel it. If he does, he walks away. He loses the money. Okay. Th- that's it. But it's like, he doesn't owe the fans anything. And that's what the fans get upset when they hear that. It's like, these guys don't owe you guys anything. Cause, cause like I said in the thing, it's like the, the, um, the COVID and no fans being in the thing and these guys still making the money showing that the fans are going to pay their salaries like, they, like the owners have to pay See, 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 the owners would always say the fans pay your salary. That was probably true in the 80s and 90s. People, yeah, pre Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? But like, once Michael Jordan got to the league, the TV deals, David Stern took Michael Jordan global, baby. Like, let's not crack, and he he put it all over the world, and they loved it. Everybody ate it up, Michael Jordan, you know, so like, man.
2: New folks in China paying these players' bills, dog. Right.
1: So, like, that's another
2: thing that needs to be stopped Said Like, Kyrie Kyrie
1: is trying to make social change. You guys killed Colin Kaepernick for doing the thing. Now everybody in the NFL is kneeling. And then you see Black Lives Matter in the NFL. And it's just like.
2: Oh. They call him everything under the sun. But a quarterback. Ungrateful. Everything under the sun. Now he a visionary. Thank you. Thank you. Now everybody's kneeling. Thank you. Come right. on, dog. Right. John Calipari kneeling, bro. What are we doing? Thank you. I mean, I mean, it been out here, bro. I'm
1: telling you. See, We can talk about this for hours. If people are still listening. I'm going to give Tony a chance, right? I'm going to give Tony a chance because he got the floor because there's this kid that here. recruit. Yeah, I mean. Hold on, Tony. Hold on. I'm going to give you the floor. Because the people are still looking, you know, people like to go away when you start talking about realness and racism. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't tune about sports. There's no racism in sports. But for the people still listening, okay, we're going bring it back to sports. Okay, because I never said anything bad about Sharif Cooper. Okay. I was, I, don't know, you guys were I was wrong about this all We got drafted numbers. Four. Yeah, when he was four. He was four. He, he was working four. I was like, to be there. Yeah, completed. It. completed. I, that that was changed after the first game. Um. So Sharif Cooper, I was like, man, I don't know. Man. I still, I got to see. I got to see. And Tony was telling me, he was like, Brad, this is, this is 15, that kid I've been watching him since he was four years old blah, 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 blah. All right. Listen. Sharif Cooper, hold on, Tony, you got to get the floor. You, 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 you can say all the bad things you want to say about me and you need the floor to go to the talk shit, because I deserve it. That little nigga is fucking nice and he can go and if I'm Sharif Cooper, I do not play another fucking game in college. I sit my ass down and go to the NBA. Tony, you
2: got the floor. So listen, man. You know, I was fortunate enough to be trained and and have Sharif's dad work with me in playing basketball. Like, he was one of the trainers who, like, you know, really helped my game. So the thing about that I'll tell you about Sharif is, Coop would have them in the gym at, like, 10, 12. It'll be late at night, and they'll just be playing. And the thing that would kill me would be, like, like I would see him play at that age, and I would be like, wow, like he has a lot. He has a lot for a young kid. But he was, he wanted to be so much better. And it was to the point where I'm a McDonald's all American. And he looking at me. He probably like 13, 12. He looking at me like, you know, I really bust your ass. And I I got I got to coach him in the game. Coop was like, no, nah, Tony, you coaching today. And I got to coach him in the game in grads. And I tell him, I look at Sharif, we coming past half court. We up 30. I look at Sharif. I said, Sharif, hold the ball. Hold the ball. Don't, don't score. Don't do nothing. Hold the ball. Sharif looks at me before he steps past half court, in and out between the legs, shoots a deep three, makes it at the buzzer, looks at me like, yeah, hold what? And that's when I knew. like That's, that's when I knew Sharif Cooper was who he was. And I'm like, okay, he gets it. He knows who he is. It's, it's, it is what it is. And, you know, I, I have been telling people at UCLA, like, you need to go and recruit him or Isaac Okoro. Because Isaac was playing center at the time when I had him. But Coop was a big, he was big on make, making players be just basketball players. But I had never seen a kid, like, I'd never seen a kid so physically imposing at that age like Isaac. He was just strong, stout. And I'm like, wow, this kid, this dude is big. He was real, real quiet. He didn't talk a lot. So when, when he got to high school and his swagger got there, I'm like, listen, it's over with. But with Sharif. The thing about Sharif was, Sharif knew he was small. He understood he was smaller. So he played angles. He beats people to spots. He understands the game. He understands looking off to get passes through. He throws a lot of tough, questionable passes. But he's tricking defenses because he's looking one way, throwing the ball the other, left-hand lobs. He has a lot of things in his game that can't be taught. And it's natural because of how about how he was raised in a basketball family ted cooper's his sister she was the number one point guard in the country mcdonald's all-american like he was raised in this and i think that like i'll understand people will be like you know i don't see it he's too small this that and the third yeah but if you go and you see it then you know and i think that auburn he's showing that like he's changing the trajectory of a whole damn basketball team this team looks entirely different and it's because he's putting people in his spots. He knows players and he really understands the game. And when a player that young really understands the game, you have to respect it. And I think that's one of the things that that's one of the things that really, really that I really, really love about that young nigga is that he really really understands. Like I don't talk to street every day, but I hit him and put little shit in his ear to make sure he honest, his, on, his, on his shit. But he really, really understands how to play basketball. And you gotta respect that, grass. Like and you and, and like how you saw him at Auburn, like you, you immediately understood. Okay, he gets this <laughs> shit. Like, and he's one of those players. Like, he really, really gets this shit. And I'm been getting plenty of texts. Like, you was right about him. You was right about him. And I'm like, I don't even understand what the questions were because what he did in high school, you should really could have seen. But if when you see it in person, up close and personal, and now in college, they seeing it against elite athletes, they're thinking, okay, this shit is crazy. Now he did have a little weak ass dunk. But, you know what I'm saying, like, I give him credit for touching the rim. But, like, you know what I mean? The kid just really know how to play basketball, bro, and he's having so much fun. And if you watch his Instagram story, he in the gym every morning at 6 a.m. shooting because he knows he's not shooting the ball well right now. He's 1-4-11 and he's past a few games from three. But you see him working on it. And that's, like, you got to give a kid credit for that because any a lot of kids would see these numbers and be like, man, shit, I'm out of here. But he's still, he's still looking at it as if, hey, bro, I got a lot to improve on. And for a young kid, that is so important, man. And it's so important that a kid like that is at the point in his career where he's coming in eight games in or 12 games in or whatever, and his teammates are, like, fighting over who sits the bench so he can start, that'll tell you what kind of kid he is, right. what kind of leader he is. It's natural for him. So, like, that's what you got to understand when you're talking about Sharif is, like, he really come from basketball. Right. Like, Coop was a basketball player, and Coop played in parks. He yeah. was cooking niggas. Coop will, Coop will play me right now, and he's going to cheat just to get the win. Like, so, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what it is, it's on YouTube. They playing one-on-one. Right. And another thing about it, Grass, is like John Morant, like Jamal Crawford, like Kyrie Irving, it's organic. Right. It is not no goddamn box cutter, jab, jab get to the spot because this is what the trainer told me to do it's i'm playing basketball i'm creating and i'm here and that's just what it is
1: right. amazing well everybody we want to thank you sorry for taking the two-week hiatus you know i was uh doing some things but uh I want to say happy 2021 everybody and thank you for tuning in to Grads already told us we'll see you next week